Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole, more like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where OP gets revenge from beyond the grave. Our next Reddit post is from Grouchy Tap. I have a dear friend, Shannon. She's currently in her early 60s, but as a toddler, her parents divorced, and her dad remarried a petty woman, Cruella, who wanted him to cut ties with Shannon. She still managed to have a relationship with her father, but they weren't as close as they should have been during her years growing up. Shannon married young and struggled a lot, but she raised her three girls into young women who all have families of their own. And now, Shannon is a proud grandmother and great-grandmother, but back to Cruella. When Shannon was still in her 20s and she left her first husband, a cheater and a criminal, for her own sanity and the safety of her and her daughters, her dad told her to come back home and he'd help her with a place to stay. Upon Shannon's arrival, Cruella, who controlled the finances, said that she was unwelcome and she was on her own. Shannon figured it out on her own and, again, the girls grew up healthy and loved. And Shannon remarried a loving man, but for 30 years, she was never allowed to visit her father for Christmas or holidays or birthdays. Cruella died this year. Shannon was invited for Christmas, and her father surprised her by letting her know that he was paying off her mortgage. That could never make up for not being there when she was younger, but it could give her some comfort now that she's retired. When they, went to <laughs> when they went to the bank today, she learned where the money came from. It was Cruella's life insurance payout. Cruella would roll over in her grave if she knew that her life insurance went to pay off the house of the stepdaughter she wanted to deny existed for nearly her entire life. 
<laughs> Good. I hope she does roll in her grave. Roll off a cliff. Our next Reddit post is from Sunflower. Years ago, I went with my husband and my parents to see a theater performance. It was a small budget thing in a small theater. The seating was very tight for small people, but we made the best of it. The issue was the woman who sat in front of my husband had long hair that went to her thighs. When she sat down, she put her hair over the chair and into my very tall husband's lap. He had zero leg room, so anything over the chair was coming into his lap. We thought that it was unintentional at first. Nope. He politely asked her to move it, and she refused. He then kind of pushed her hair to the side so it wasn't in his lap. When he did that, she stood up and made a scene witnessed by pretty much everyone. When she sat down, she threw out her hair in a way that hit my husband in his face. I thought that my husband just gave up, but I should have known better. I was paying attention to the play. It wasn't until the end that I realized my husband had discreetly spent the entire play knotting her hair. It was nothing that would need to be cut out, but it would take her a while to undo the knots. He had been braiding and <laughs> he had been braiding and knotting her hair from the bottom up. Definitely not stylish. A thick knot, a mini braid between two knots, a thick knot, a mini braid roll into a knot, etc. He made really thick Boy Scout knots in over a foot of her hair. She hadn't noticed the entire time. People in rows behind us had seen her prior outburst and they chuckled. My dad saw it and patted my husband on the back. Literally, no one else said a word. It had to have taken her at least a few hours to get the knots out. I'm sure the story she tells is a very different version. And I'm sure in her version, she's the innocent victim. I would have felt sorry for her had it not been for her attitude. Anyways, I figured my husband came out ahead on that one. Down in the comments, we have this story from Holiday Signal. Once, when I was on an 8-hour flight, the woman in front of me flipped her long hair over the back of my seat, right into my airline meal. I didn't care too much because I'd finished eating, but it still pissed me off. So I gently adjusted my food tray so that more of her hair was soaking in the chicken and brown sauce. Not my problem. She put it there first. So then she had to spend the next seven hours with airline food goo in her luxurious hair. And another story from Equivalent Boats. Recently on a flight, a similar situation unfolded. A lady with very long hair put her hair over the back of the seat, covering my entertainment screen. I asked her to move her hair, and she did. But a few minutes later, she did it again. I once again asked her to move her hair, and she huffed and tutted, but did move her hair. The third time she did it, when I asked to move her hair, she said, Just deal with it! So I did. I wrapped up and tied a bit of her hair around the latch that holds the tray to the table. As we were disembarking the flight, I got up as soon as the seatbelt light went off, and I headed towards down the exit. Her scream as she tried to stand up and rip a few strands of hair out of her head was priceless. Our next Reddit post is from Indigo Wolf. I used to work in a call center where everyone had little cubicles. You could chat with people on either side of you or behind you if things got slow. But anyone on the other side of the divider was sort of hard to see or chat with. I have issues with overheating. It's medical stuff. I like to sit right under the AC vent. Nobody fought me on this because that seat was a little too cold for most people. Well, being a woman, this meant that sometimes I had nipple pokey issues on some days. It's perfectly natural, and to most people, it's not noticeable because it was under my shirt plus bra. Karen noticed my nipples and made a report to HR. 
The HR woman and my direct supervisor parade me through the cubicles and into their office to question me about my nipples. Now, I could have thrown a fit about this to begin with, since we didn't actually have a dress code, and it's none of their damn business. They asked me to prove that I was wearing a bra, so I showed them the straps. They told me, good enough, basically, and to go back to my desk. I refused to go back. I said I needed to place a complaint about someone. They asked me who I was reporting. I said, I don't know, but you do. I want to report whoever it is that's been staring at my breasts all day. Now that I know someone is staring, I feel like this is a hostile work environment. They acted like I was joking at first until I said, if you don't have a talk with them, I'll go over your heads and report you for forcing me to reveal my bra to you. I got escorted back to my desk and Karen was sitting there looking smug until they escorted her to the HR office instead. I don't know what happened to her in the office, and I don't care. They did their part by having a talk with her. All I really wanted to know was who did it. Since it was a very slow day, all my coworkers started asking me what that was about. You know, office gossip. I told everyone exactly what happened, and added that Karen must be fascinated with my breasts and she noticed. Everyone else confirmed they didn't even notice. When Karen came back from HR, every person in the room knew what she had done, and they were glaring at her. Snitches didn't get snitches, and she didn't get fired either. But she did get treated like the Karen she was. Nobody would talk to her. People would be chatting with each other, see Karen come to try to join the conversation, and then go silent and turn away from her. Some people made intentionally loud whispers and made comments like, Shh! Don't say anything! She'll report you! Karen quit about two weeks later. Our next Reddit post is from Oblivious Massacre. A few years ago, I got hired on as a general manager for a small corporate chain specializing in ice cream. They were not doing well because the pandemic had just ended and they needed someone to boost their sales. I was hired on with the promise that once I doubled the sales of the store, I would get a substantial pay raise. I hit that goal five months into the job. During my six months evaluation, I was given a small raise, not even half of what I'd been promised. I was told the store was still catching up, so they couldn't afford the raise they'd previously quoted to me. They said if the store continued on its upward track, I'd get my raise at my one-year evaluation. Yeah, no. I started looking for other jobs and stopped going above and beyond in my duties. The assistant manager I'd hired noticed and took up the mantle, secretly going to my boss to get my job. After a month, it worked. They were going to demote me and promote her to general manager before I quit. A few months later, a friend sent me a screenshot of a post on Facebook where a girl was warning people not to work at that shop because they won't pay you. I reached out to this girl, found out that she hadn't been paid for a week's worth of work, and the general manager, my old assistant manager, wouldn't do anything about it. The corporate number wasn't publicly listed, but I still had it on some saved emails. So I gave the phone number to her and told her that she ought to let corporate know about what was going on in that store. The store was shut down by the end of the week. It was closed for a month before having a grand reopening with new owners and management. I got revenge in a two birds, one stone kind of way. Our next Reddit post is from Bastard Vampire. I was having lunch at this restaurant last Sunday with my friend. All the other tables were occupied. Two girls showed up, but since it was packed and there were no empty tables, nor a vacant seat, they just stood awkwardly looking around waiting for some people to get up and leave. I told them that we're almost finished so they could have our table after we left. But instead of being thankful, they just threw me a dirty look and rolled their eyes as if I were trying to flirt with them. My face went red and I didn't know what to say. 
I was just trying to be nice. It wasn't as if I was trying to initiate small talk with them or something. Then, my embarrassment turned to anger. The least they could have done is just nod their heads. Then, I heard one of them say to the other that maybe they should go to another restaurant. Her friend said no because it was the only Chinese restaurant in the area, and also because, pointing at me, that guy was almost done. Fine. I raised my hand and called one of the waiters and told her that we would like to have some more drinks, which she brought out a few minutes later. My friend was trying so hard to stifle his laughter, I swear he broke a rib or two, while we very slowly ate the rest of our meal. The rude girls left quickly soon after. Down in the comments, we have this story from OK Lifeguard. A few months ago, I was at the hospital for an outpatient appointment. I got back to my car. A woman saw me and stopped nearby so she could park in my space. I get in the car, and before I even had time to put my seatbelt on, she's honking her horn at me. So I get out of the car, lock it, and walk back into the building to get a coffee from the cafeteria. And another story from Entrepreneur Amazing. I was done eating at my little table in the corner, just out of sight of where folks wait. I went up to the first group of three women to tell them I was done, and I got an exaggerated eye roll and a loud sigh from one of them as I walked towards them. I saw an older couple behind them who saw the entire display. I went up to the older couple and whispered that my table was free and pointed out where it was. The older lady giggled and patted me on the shoulder. She knew what was up. The old folks walked right past the girls while smiling. It felt awesome. Our next Reddit post is from Striking Factor. This happened a few years ago when I was flying to Canada for a trip. Midway through the flight, I was awakened by the person behind me kicking my seat. I thought it was a kid, so I ignored it. After a few minutes of non-stop kicking, I turned around and saw that it was a guy in his mid-twenties. I asked him politely to stop, and I could hear him and his friends snickering, saying something in a language that I didn't understand. He stopped for a moment, but then restarted. So I took my water bottle and slowly emptied half of it on top of his backpack that was under my seat. I heard him freak out when he landed, and it was satisfying as hell. Down in the comments, we have this story from Soy de Mexico. Someone kept kicking my wife's seat. They would stop, but then start back up after me or the flight attendant told them to stop. I remembered that I had some extra zip ties for the luggage tags, and I noticed they had a small carry-on under my seat. So I quickly zip-tied one of their handles to the chair leg. Hearing their confusion and anger when we landed was pure bliss. Our next Reddit post is from Jenny. So, my fiancé and his mom, Jolene, are on different schedules for work. My fiancé works 10-hour shifts 5 days a week from 3 p.m. to 1 a.m., sometimes even later. And Jolene works part-time 2 days a week from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So, my fiancé always seems to get woken up by her at 7 a.m. in the morning because she wants to see him and let him know what's happening that day, and in general, she's just really loud. Also, she completely disregards the fact that he probably didn't get home until 2 a.m. So, in return, whenever my fiancé comes home at 2 a.m., he goes into her room to wake her up and tell her all about his day and work and bother her and just be a nuisance to her and interrupt her sleep like she does to him. She still hasn't caught on yet to what we're doing. Down in the comments, we have this story from Coder Joe. When I got married eons ago, I worked midnight to 8 a.m. My new wife would greet me in the morning with a kiss, and I would go to bed, but she kept waking me around noon, asking if I was planning to sleep all day. No amount of explaining my sleep schedule convinced her to let me sleep. So, I started calling her between 2 and 3 in the morning. She complained that she was sleeping, but I'd say, You've been asleep for hours. Are you planning on sleeping all night? I only had to do that two nights in a row before she became the guardian of my daytime sleep. 
That was our slash petty revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.